Hi guys, welcome back. So, this is the fourth episode of my second series, and in this episode, I'll be talking about Morocco. Okay, so again, I'll I'll start with um with a few terrorist um you know activities that have occurred in Morocco. Okay, so there have not actually been a lot of like terrorist attacks in Morocco. Um, but yeah, but okay, let's get started. So, so uh, in two thousand and three, there was uh there was Casablanca, there was a bombing in Casablanca, which is the capital city of uh, Morocco. So basically, what happened was that there was a series of suicide bombings on uh, May sixteen two thousand and three. Um, the attacks were the deadliest um, terrorist attacks in the country's history. Forty-five people were killed in the attacks, um, which consists which consists of thirty-three victims and twelve suicide bombers. Um, the the deadliest attack um, was um, the deadliest attack took place in. In a Spanish-owned eatery in the city, it was a restaurant, and you know, and the bombers basically, yeah, just they ex um detonated themselves, um, in the restaurant, and twenty people were killed. There was also a bombing um near a five-star hotel, um, a Jewish uh, Jewish um cemetery, and uh, and the Be Belgian consulate. Um, Safiya Jihadia, which which is an offshoot of the Moroccan Islamic Combatant Group, and is believed to have um, Al Qaeda links, was suspected of sending out the bombers. And um, some were convicted of the bombing, but nine of them managed to escape from prison in two thousand and eight. Second event is the bombing again in Casablanca. Um, this time around is in two thousand and seven. On March eleven, um, two men tried to basically um, access an extremist site. They were they were at the they were at an internet cafe, and basically they tried to access an um, radical site. Yeah, and but they were stopped by the owner, and what happened was that one of the men actually um, had an explosive hidden un under his shirt. So, what um the what the police suspected was that um, they tried to access this site to actually receive instructions for an attack um, somewhere else. But you know, obviously, they were stopped by the owner, and what happened was that the owner actually locked them inside, and called the police, and yeah, and what happened next was that, um, the guy detonated himself, yeah, killing himself, um, and and um, injuring his companion and the owner. This was a bit bizarre to me, 
yeah but um the internet cafe was definitely not the the target of of the bombing and then on april 10 um a major security operation led to three bombers blowing themselves up and another shot to death by the police this was um this was if i'm not wrong because of the march 11 bombing so basically the the police was on high alert yeah and and that led to the um, security operation that led to this event um, on april 10 and on april 14 two, su two suicide bombers blew themselves up near u.s consulate um, this did not kill anyone um, except the bombers themselves uh, but a passerby was injured and in 2011, there was also um, a bombing in Marrakesh. Um, the bombing took place just before noon, and it was from a bomb that was left in a bag. Um, it destroyed a cafe um, in Jema Al Fina um, Square, which was a popular tourist spot, and um, 17 people were killed because of because of the blast. Yeah, and it was blamed on Al-Qaeda in the Islamic Maghreb. Now, um, this, um, okay, actually, um, the major terrorist attacks um, kind of stopped in 2011. Yeah, that was basically, this bombing was the last, the last time Morocco had um, a major terrorist attack. But, um, in to 2018 some of you might uh, might remember this event but there was a murder of um, students from uh, university in Norway so basically um, there were Jesperson and um, I'm not really sure how to uh, pronounce her name but the, I guess it's Erlen yeah but um, they were from a university in Norway and they went to Morocco Asteris. and um, they first arrived in Marrakesh but they went on to travel to Imlil in the Atlas Mountains the village of Imlil is popular with um, travelers as it was the main base for summiting Tokal which is the highest peak in North Africa on the morning of 17 um, December 2018 a pair of French hikers came across the decapitated bodies of the victims um, and their tent near a trail connecting Imlil to Mount Tokal. Um, a suspect named Abderrahim Kayali um, was quickly apprehended following the incident after police found a forgotten ID in the tent they had left behind. Three additional suspects, Abdesamai Joy, Rashid Afati and Yunus Oziad were later apprehended by the police while riding a bus during the morning rush hour in the nearby, in the nearby city of Marrakesh. Basically, um, before the before these four um, before these four, four attackers um, uh, murdered um, Jasperson and Ellen, they um, posted a video on social media pledging their uh, allegiance 
to the ISIS terror group and um, they talk about destruction caused by the war planes of the Crusader Alliance. Yeah. And this took place you know, a few weeks before before the attack, before the murder. And after that they were they were sentenced to death. Yeah. And I think uh, Morocco did a good job in quickly identifying the attackers. And you know, in less than a year there they they were all already sentenced to death. Um, I suspect the authority took it seriously because tourism um, played a big role in in the local economy. Um, and you know, obviously, this event damaged Morocco's reputation among the tourists and uh, might ha might have deterred tourists from visiting Morocco. So you know, the, the authority definitely wanted to improve uh, Morocco's reputation because, um, because of the event. Yeah. Um, but the thing is that the last um, execution took place in 1993. So it is actually debatable whether the attackers would, would actually be executed in the near future, you know, if that ever happened. And because there is still a possibility of them being pardoned by the king. Alright, okay, so that's all for the attacks, terrorist attacks in, in um, Morocco. Okay, so now um, I'll be talking about, I guess, the foreign fighters, Moroccans traveling outside to fight and all. So, um, basically, uh, initially... Um, a dozen Moroccans actually traveled to Afghanistan in the 1980s to participate in the Afghan war against the Soviet occupation. So I guess this is like one of the earliest events of um, foreign fighters from Morocco um, coming to help their to help um, I guess to help their brothers you would say. Um, you could see, yeah, and um, after that, there was a wave of Moroccan fighters that joined Iraq following the American invasion in 2003. Yeah, so there were around 200 to 300 Moroccans that joined the fight in Iraq, but most ended up killed or jailed there. So some of um, these historical figures of Jihad in Morocco, or, or, or they would say the veterans, um, they engaged in a process of ideological revision called Moraja. What happened was that they wrote long letters in which they affirmed that they were reviewing their, their ideological stance and adopting a more moderate interpretation of Islam, aka de-radicalization. So they renounce the use of violence and they do not oppose to state authority. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's definitely interesting that some of them have, have been de-radicalized, well, presumably under their own will. And uh, you know, some, some of them um, benefited from the royal pardon and they were freed from jail in 2010. You know, these people who, 
who announced that announced that they have been um de-radicalized that they are now supporting the government yeah some of them have been pardoned by the king and they are free from jail and these people have become you know influential voices of um, moderation in morocco the most famous of them is abu Hafs, who has been invited on tv and radio programs and is now advocating for liberal reforms in islam including improving the status of women yeah, so that that I guess that's a that's a turn around for him. Yeah, that that's definitely um, very interesting to me. Yeah. Um, I guess that's where I'll stop um, for this um, episode. Um, the next episode I'll be talking about um, the current wave of not really the current I suppose, but um, the wave of. Morgan's uh, traveling to join ISIS. Yeah. Okay, so that's where I'll stop now. Okay. Bye and see you.